everybody, can you hear me? No, no, no. Yes, yes. It's really encouraging when we have a, a baptismal, isn't it? It's really uh, uplifting for us all to see somebody uh, stepping out and uh, publicly stating that they've, uh, their life's been changed, they've accepted Jesus Christ into their lives. And, uh, it's, um, you know, perhaps takes us back to when we were, had our baptism or we were saved. And, you know, at the New Year meeting last uh, Sunday, was it? We had two people get saved, two people accepting Jesus Christ as their saviour, starting a new life, a changed life. And that's just amazing, isn't it? And um, I often think when uh, people get baptised or when people get saved, I wonder how they got there. I wonder what happened in their life to get there. And, um, you know, was, were they, were they, uh, did they go to Sunday school? Did they go to church when they were younger? What happened? Or did somebody talk to them? Or did they see something? But I always think back to something that Paul says in, um, in Corinthians. 1 Corinthians 3. So it's 1 Corinthians 3, verse 5 to 8. And it said, Who then is Paul, and who is Apollos, but ministers through whom you believed, as the Lord gave to each one? I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then neither he who plants is anything, nor he who waters, but God who gives the increase. Now he who plants and he who waters are one, and each one will receive his own reward according to his labour. So, you know, I get from that that we may have a part to play in people's lives, but it's God's work. He plants that seed, perhaps many years before a person gets saved, you know. We don't know how long people are on their journey for salvation. Maybe they were, you know, the seed was planted when they were small and it wasn't until they were much older that uh, it flourished. But it's God's work and we have to leave it to him. And, you know, I don't know, we, we like to help people along their road to salvation, don't we? And uh, sometimes that can be helpful, but sometimes it can be a hindrance. Um, you can overwater things, can't you? And you can try and reap too early. You've got to wait for God's time to do it. And uh, you have to be patient. And if he's planted something, then it will come to fruition. When you see seeds and bulbs and things, they're quite small, aren't they? You know, if you look at an oak tree, the acorn is about that big. And then you look at the oak tree and think, wow, 60 feet tall, 200 years old, out of that. So when God talks about the seed in our lives, he's planting something small, but it can be something big. Yeah. And some things, you know, you plant them in October, they'll come up in February, and you can see them, the daffodils coming up now, and they'll be blooming in the spring. Other things, it can take years and years before you see it. It can be very small and not be insignificant, and then suddenly in 30, 40 years, it can be an enormous oak tree. So we, we have to give these things time. Maybe we can do our things, our parents can help us, our friends can help us, our colleagues at work can help us, and maybe our boss can help us, but in reality it's God doing the work in our lives. And we need to remember that. Um, in the world, it's, there's a saying, it's, it's who you know that's important, isn't it? People are always saying it's who you know, and even in this day and age, it is who you know. If you want to get on, it's who you know, unfortunately. And you have to be prepared to get to know the right people, don't you? But the best person to know is God. Here's the who you want to know, because he's got a plan for our lives, 
and his plan is wonderful, it's a marvellous, it's, it's going to be so different to what we expect, and it's important that we get to know him. Um, I want to read something from uh, Isaiah now. Isaiah 55. 55, I think it's the whole of Isaiah 55. Everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you have no money, come. Buy grain and eat. Come buy wine, buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Simply accept it as a gift from God. Why do you spend money for which is not bread? And your earnings for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good. And let your soul delight in abundance. Incline your ear and come to me. Hear so that your soul may live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you according to the faithful mercies promised and shown to David. Listen carefully. I have appointed him, David representing the Messiah, to be a witness to the nations regarding salvation, a leader and commander to, his, to the peoples. In fact, you, Israel, will call a nation that you do not know, and a nation that does not know you will run to you because of the Lord your God, even the Holy One of Israel. For he has glorified you. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him for salvation while he is near. Let the wicked leave behind his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return to the Lord and he will have compassion, mercy on him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts nor are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. For as rain and snow come down from heaven and do not return there without watering the earth, making it bare and sprout, and providing seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So will my word be one, my word which goes out to my mouth, it will not to return to me void, useless, without result, without accomplishing what I desire, and without succeeding in the matter of which I have sent it. For you will go out from exile with joy, and be led forth by the Lord himself with peace. The mountains and the hills will break forth into shouts of joy before you, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Instead of thorn bush, the cypress tree will grow, and instead of the nettles, the myrtle tree will grow, and it will be a memorial to the Lord for an everlasting sign of his mercy, which will not be cut off. If I look back on my life and think at when I was a, a young boy and what God has done in my life, I could have never imagined where I'd be now. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. This is what he is, yeah. He didn't depend on what I thought. He had better thoughts for me, nor are your ways my ways. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. God's plan for your life is even better than you can imagine. It's going to be different to you can imagine. And when he says, so might will my word, which goes out of my mouth, it will not return to me void. It's going to accomplish what I desire, and without succeeding the matter for which I sent it. When God says he's going to do something in your life, he does it. It may take longer than you'd like, but it will happen. And you won't get thorn bushes in your life, you get cypress trees. You won't get nettles, you'll get myrtle trees. God's going to do a good thing for your life. And um, it may not always look like that's going to happen, but if you've got that seed in you, then God's going to do it. He's not going to depend on other people. He's not going to depend on your boss or anything like that. It's all about God. God can make a way in these things. Um, but we need to, you know, when you say it's, it's who you know, in the world, if you want to get on, you have to know the right person. You have to get to know them. You have to spend time with them. And it's the same with God. You have to spend time with God and get to know him. 
you have to uh, do a bit of research on him and find out what he likes. There's a lot of information in here about God, yeah? You need to research. Everything you need to know about him is in there. So there's no reason you can't find out about him. You need to spend time with him. In the world, if you want to get on and you want to spend, you have to spend time with this person, yeah? You have to get to know them and you have to do what they tell you to do. It's the same with God, yeah? Now, I know from personal experience, life is busy, yeah? It is really hard to find the time sometimes, yeah? So you've got to be resolved to do it. You've got to be determined to do it, yeah? And I always say, if you want to do something, you'll find the time, yeah? If it's something you like doing, you find the time, yeah? The things you don't like doing, you don't have the time for, yeah? So if you're determined to do it, you can get to know God. Get the important things in life in front of the urgent things. Now, am I, do I succeed in that? No. There's always something that needs doing, and then at the end of the day you think, I didn't spend enough time with God. But he's still there, he's still waiting, and he's still giving you the opportunity. Um, in the word for today, there was another bit about this, which I thought, let's read it, just in case you haven't had a chance to read it. The planet Mercury is hot, whereas Pluto is cold. That's because Mercury is close to the sun and Pluto is a long way off. A planet's temperature and climate are determined by its proximity to the sun. There's an important spiritual principle here. As a routine child of God, your spiritual temperature is determined by how close you are to Jesus. You say, I wish I were close to the Lord. The truth is that you are close to him as you desire to be. Desire, decide to be and discipline yourself to be. Your pursuit of God reveals your passion for God, or lack of it. To experience true intimacy with someone, you must be willing to sacrifice other things and give yourself fully to that person. The psalmist wrote, you have said, seek my face. Inquire for and require my presence as your vital need. My heart says to you, your face, your presence, Lord, will I seek, inquire for, and require of necessity. You'll notice that the psalmist doesn't say you were to seek God's gifts, but his face. Not the gifts, but the giver of the gifts. And the wonderful things happen when you do. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he will give you the desires and secret petitions of your heart. Commit your ways to the Lord, roll each care of your load on him. Trust, lean on, rely on, and be confident. Also in him, and he will bring it to pass. Amen. I don't think I could put what I thought better than that, so I thought I'd read it to you. Yeah? It's all about seeking out God, isn't it? I think we've all found that. But sometimes you need to remember it so you keep doing it. Um, sometimes in our journey, things seem to uh, die down a bit, don't they? And uh, nothing much seems to happen. And uh, I have to go in my garden every now and then. And uh, it's a good time to go in the garden because there's a lot of things that need to be done at this time of year. It doesn't look like there's much happening, but there's a lot of things need to be done. And uh, over Christmas, you know, busy and uh, the weather wasn't nice. And uh, when you've had a nice Christmas dinner, you don't really fancy going outside to do any digging or anything like that so I put it off and I put it off but I decided yesterday before I took Hannah out I must do something and you go outside and everything looks dead doesn't it and you could think well I dig that plant up and put it in the re recycling bin because nothing happened it's not going to recover and I went to look at one particular one that I planted in the uh, autumn a new clematis and it looked like it was dead and I thought well that's not good <laughs> maybe I didn't look after it properly enough but I went to have a closer look, and there were some small buds. It wasn't dead, it was getting ready to grow. It had gone through that winter phase when it stops 
doing everything it needs to do and just concentrates on being alive, yeah? In preparation for when the sun comes out and it warms up and it can start growing. The sun is going to give it the energy it needs to grow. Other plants um, need to be cut back. Some of them you need to cut back into the right shape for their next growth spurt. Others you need to cut right back to the ground and they don't look very much at all. It looks completely dead. But you have to prepare them so uh, when things do pick up, it can start growing properly. And I was thinking that's just like our lives. Sometimes things are not happening and you can't see anything happening and you're going, well, Lord, why is that person over there blooming and got a lovely colours and doing well, etc. And here I am all brown and just dead in the ground. Well, it's not your season to grow. There's seasons to things and there's seasons with God. And you've got to wait. Well, why, Lord, have you cut me back into the ground, Lord? Why have you pruned me and got rid of all my nice things? Well, it's that, that's your sort of plant. God needs to cut you back and get you going. And um, you've got to wait. Wait until the sunshine comes out and then all the plants will start growing. Wait till God's love comes upon you and grows. Don't be, don't be um, put off by your circumstances and the, the things around you, yeah? God's a good God. He's looking after you. He's getting you ready for your season. And we all have seasons. Some of them have early seasons. Some of them have late seasons. Some bloom for quite a lot of the year. Some even bloom in the winter. There's some plows out there doing really well in the winter, yeah? The evergreens and the other ones. God has got a season for your life. So don't be put off by how you're feeling. Deep down, something is happening. Under the ground, there's something happening. In the, in the uh, stalk, something's happening. You may not be able to see it, but God's got a plan for your life. When he plants a seed in your life, it's not just for salvation. It's for your whole life. It's not just to get you to a point. It's to get you to when you go to glory, when we die and go to glory, yeah? It's not just a, so you can just wrap, you know, I'm just about in there, Lord. He's got a better plan for that. Just remember those things that he said. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His plans are greater than our plans. And the things that we think we need, God's got a different idea. I'm sure there's people here who can testify about these things. How God changed their life. How their life was going and what it is now. And so if you have, there's now an opportunity to come and share it. Come and tell people what God did in your life. How he changed you when you were saved later on. But come and take, speak about it now and encourage people. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So who's going to be the first? Who's going to come up? It doesn't have to be an old person who's got all that. It can be a, a new person. Yeah, a young person. It can be somebody who's just recently saved. Who's got the chance? Come on. Come on. Come and encourage people who are feeling a bit like some of the plants in the garden's dead. Come on, there's a few people looking over other ways. They're not looking at the front. Come on.